and g'day there and special uh, welcome to a special edition of the uh, Duck and Rico's Red Dirt podcast where today we're doing an extra one this week because we are at the ARB Windsor Grand Opening and it's all happening here, there are people just everywhere, I'm actually quite shocked, <laughs> I pulled up down the street and thought you've got to be joking, it's like a four wheel drive show here, plenty of uh, four wheel drives on display, plenty of uh, people here including all the uh, local, um, or local and not so local, uh, exhibitors of products like HEMA and uh, people like them and also uh, all the ARB people are here. It's uh, amazing. Uh, we've got some four-wheel drive seat displays. We've got barbecue out the front and it's a real carnival atmosphere here. Well, it wouldn't be a Red Dirt podcast with the Duck and Rico if Rico wasn't here, but he's sitting right here. Rico, g'day, mate. G'day, mate. How are you travelling? Not too bad. And uh, Well, here we are. We're down here at the uh, opening of ARB Windsor. Mate, living in this area, as I do, I live in the Hawkesbury, which is a pretty big area, really, very regional area, or a rural-type um, area anyway. Mate, this is a big thing for the district. This is huge. Well, mate, it's a big thing just in general. Look at it. It is massive. There are people, fair dinkum, everywhere. You can barely get a park in the street. Mm. It's uh, it's just awesome. And this shop is amazing. Yeah, well, there wouldn't be 500 here, so that's good. It <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't be far off, though. They, oh, there'd be a, yeah, at least a couple of hundred, anyway, walking around and... Plenty of people are just uh, grabbing their little knickknacks. I just saw we all may walk out with a couple of uh, boxes of recovery points. Yeah, that's right. He needs them. Yeah. (laughs) He gets bogged a bit, does he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he's not rolled over anyway. Yeah, no, fair enough. He goes a bit hard. Yeah. So, uh, but basically there's a stack of people walking around, plenty of kids as well, and uh, people pushing prams and people walking dogs, and it's just unbelievable. But it's a huge showroom. Like I said, this is a big thing. For the uh, for this for this district, I mean, this is a big this is big. Yeah, this uh, is definitely going to be that uh, that one stop shop kind of thing. And and like you said, it's it's the carnival atmosphere that's here today. It's mm. just amazing, and uh, it's like a four wheel drive show. Out the front, there are oh, there'd have to be a good couple of dozen four wheel drives out there all set up, looking amazing. It's, yeah, I uh, saw it's Michael Allen's out there, but he's yeah, not here. Walking around, getting some ideas on the next build. Oh, so, right. yeah, yeah, great way to do it. Yeah, well, I noticed Michael Ellum's four-wheel drive. He's 79 series out there, but he's not here. No, he's not here. He's over in Perth or something, yeah, playing with right. another car or something like that. But anyway, uh, I saw that and I thought, you beauty doesn't make a bad coffee out of the back of that. You ever <laughs> had one? <laughs> I don't I don't drink coffee, but I know Michael is an absolute coffee yeah. tragic. Yeah, well, he, uh, he does make a coffee out of the... He's got the coffee machine set up in there, which is uh, a bit different. Yep. But then again, there's a few of them with him now. I know Glenn Haddon's got one in his, and I know... Well, look at Pat Callan, and he's got the keg. Yeah, we had the coffee machine in the back of our crew car as well for a number of years, and go get them down from Audi, and, you know, 70, 80 bucks, you get a year out of it, happy days. Yeah, you know, well, the one he has is unbelievable. Oh, I don't <laughs> doubt just, it. Anyway, it's a fair setup if you're around, um, anywhere around where you won't, you know, you won't be here now, but if you're around anywhere where he will be, you want to check it out, he goes yeah. to all the shows, although the shows now... Are under a fair bit of doubt. In fact, I don't think many of them will happen. No, well, uh, for those who haven't heard, the Brisbane National 4x4 Show Fishing and Boating Expo has mm. been cancelled. Yeah, I know. And uh, and also, uh, I think the one in Perth, and, uh, and then obviously the uh, one, the big one in Sydney will be under serious doubt. I doubt whether that will happen at Rose Hill. Yeah, that, um, uh, the one next month. Yeah, so um, it's uh, certainly uh, it's uh, certainly big. And, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, going to affect a lot of people. And, uh, but it doesn't seem to be affecting anyone here today. No. Uh, I think that everyone's thinking, let's go bush. Yeah, well, look, I'll tell you what, there's worse ideas, isn't there? Mm, exactly. I mean, I've seen plenty of social media postings where people are just saying, um, 
go and isolate yourself here. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> I the Simpson a, Desert. <laughs> I put a post up the other day saying uh, a week away on a tag along trip might be just what the doctor ordered. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And uh, it's just, uh, I, mean, it's a, I think the big thing with it, you know, it's all the unknown. And uh, it's going to affect every, ind- it'll affect a lot of industries, if yep. not everybody. It is amazing. I think the other thing too is the anxiety of it. Yeah. People are worried. Well, mate, the big question it. is uh, how are you holding for toilet paper? Yeah, no, I'm all right. I, you oh, wouldn't good. believe it. I went to the shop today and they had some. Well, there you the go. First I was in weeks. And uh, they were only selling it um, one pack at a time. So I just went in 30 times. <laughs> uh, no, no, I didn't do that. But I'll tell you what, there were plenty of people there working the phones. Yeah, get no down doubt. here, get down here. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, another thing. But, uh, yeah, so there, yeah, that's a bit of a shame about the... Um, and I mean, it's not just the four-wheel drive shows and cameras, it's everything. I mean, oh, absolutely. You know, the, sport. the Easter show? The Easter show is huge. The Sydney Royal Easter show is a huge event to call off. Yeah, the F1. Imagine the pressure on those guys having to make that call. Mm. That's, uh, that's a massive, massive call that affects a lot of people. Mm. So anyway, it might be the right time to go bush, and it might be the right time to go four-wheel driving and camping and get yourself yeah. isolated out there somewhere. Oh, it's never a bad time to do that. Yeah, so <laughs> um, I'd, you know, that's what I'd be... Uh, if you can do it, go and isolate yourself somewhere off the grid. <laughs> yeah, and there's never been a better time. Now's the time. Get no, out there. Yeah, no, exactly, mate. So we're here we're at the podcast here. We're doing a, an extra one this week um, in light of us, uh, the boys here at ARB asking us to come here and do it. Um, what what do we uh, what have we got in store for today, mate? What are you talking well, about? Mate, I thought we'd talk a little bit about um, the brief history of ARB. Mm-hmm. Seems that we're in an ARB grand opening here, so we'll talk about where it come from and how it came about and, and where it is today and, and maybe just touch on a couple of the other uh, big aftermarket accessory manufacturers as well. Yeah, there's uh, a few know, here. Oh, mate, good. there's just there's so much great stuff here. Yeah. Like you mentioned earlier, there's HEMA. We've got RFI antennas over here. Toulay over there. No, oh, mate, it, there's something for everyone here. It's yeah, massive, massive. It's a huge showroom, huge. Um, and I, th- I think they're saying it's the biggest ARB showroom they have now. Yeah, it'll be right Moorbank. up there. Moorbank, right up there. I know the one at Moorbank's um, is a pretty big turnout as well, massive yeah. workshop, but this is a great facility. And like I said... Have you seen the workshop here? Yeah, I have, yeah. Like I said, it's, um, it is a big thing for the area. It's a big thing for this district to have a business this size with a name like ARB here. And, I mean, you've got your other suppliers as well and people who do things like Coldies, who does all my work. Um, and who who's also works in with these people here. So Yeah, that's right. And then uh, you've got some other smaller operators, so there's a bit to go around. But I've got to say, this is certainly putting them on the line here. With, 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 this, this would have been this is a fair setup cost here, I reckon. Oh, mate, yeah, yeah. Well, look, that's how you build an empire, I suppose. You've got to, got to put it out there, don't you? Yeah, exactly right. Put them on the line, as they say. Luck favours the brave. Yeah, and we might talk about a couple of places that you can still go to. Um, in regards to um, travelling and all that. I mean, don't shy away. I know a, a few, I was talking to Top Parks yesterday and there were a few people cancelling their bookings in caravan parks, which is a bit of a worry for the caravan park operators. Yeah. Uh, we need to try and keep things as business as usual as best we can. Absolutely. And be very mindful of what's going on around us, obviously, but um, we certainly don't want to see places like caravan parks closed down because no, no one's going not. there. Uh, our trip at the moment, um, if anyone's listening to this, is coming with us next week to Ulladulla. is still on. Um, obviously, we're under 500 people, so <laughs> and it's no different than going to a caravan park any week. No, exactly. I mean, right. we're just booked into a, we're all booked into a caravan park at Ulladulla. So yep. um, at this point, it's still going and it's still going ahead. And um, we was talking to uh, the people at Kings Point Retreat yesterday, 
and they're all very, very keen to, uh, for it to happen. I spoke to Adam Harvey, who's keen to perform there, so uh, all good at this point. But, mate, things change daily with all this. So. Oh, they do, mate. It's, uh, it's crazy at the moment. Absolute, I think it's a little bit ludicrous, to be honest. But uh, Well, it's precautionary. It's precautionary. I, Look, I, I get that. I just The scaremongering that's going on, oh, I think, is a little bit over the top. Yeah, I, just, I guess it's everyone's in the un, unknown world, mate. It's all unprecedented. Yeah, it is. And when you look at the rapid growth in other countries of this thing, um, they've obviously taken pretty strong precautions. They wouldn't make those decisions lightly. Oh, of course I not. mean, there's a chance that the rugby league and AFL season could be gone. Well, let's hope not. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll Especially put if my Tigers win tomorrow. Yeah, well, mate, go and watch them because you won't be going to watch them for a while. Yeah. Uh, and that'll be strange even watching that on television. The fact it, that there's no, no crowd noise. and Well, it'll be like watching a you, Titans you'll hear game. Everything they talk, you'll hear everything they say on the field. It'll be, it'll be like watching a Titans game, won't it? Yeah, I don't know. Jeez, you can stick the boot into people. <laughs> fair dinkum. Oh, uh, mate, just calling it as I see it. Yeah, no, fair enough. All right, well, we'll get into it, mate. So let's talk about, you've got the history of ARB. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. And like I said, we'll also touch on a couple of places where you can still go and where you, where you should be. Mate, there's a lot of people here who must be planning on going places because they're in here walking out with gear. Yeah, that's right. So, um, yeah, well, but, look, there are still quite a few national parks that are closed as a result of the fires, but they're not mm. too far away from reopening now. Yep. But, I thought uh, here somewhere that they were going to um, drop fees on national parks. Oh, that'd be the great. Camp fees? Yeah, I did hear that. I'm not sure whether that's right or not. Some of them are over the top. Like as you know, on the on your radio show every week, uh, I do a campsite on mm. there that we highlight, and uh, I try to stay away from the ones where the fees are exorbitant because some of them are just outrageous. Like, mm. who's going to pay 30 bucks a head per night mm. to camp in a tent? Yeah, no, exactly right. So, uh, yeah, some of them are good. Some of them are very well maintained. Some of them are amazing. The Blue Mountains National Parks, the camp spots in there are, are great. Yeah, well, we've come but, across a few freebies where you mm. still get, you know, showers and proper mm. running water and... But anyway, so I did hear that. I don't know whether that's right or not. Someone will tell me if I'm wrong. But anyway, let's get into it, mate. Yeah. ARB, that's where we are today. We're here for ARB, and it's good to see the, the big chiefs from head office here today as well. Yep. Um, mate, tell us about the uh, history of ARB. Yeah, well, the origins... What does it stand for? Do you know what it stands for? Yeah, I do. It stands for the initials of the bloke who, uh, who started the whole thing. So his name was Anthony Ronald Brown. So there you go, Tony, ARB. It, uh, it goes back to about the, uh, the early to mid-70s, 1975, when the company founder, Anthony, he was inspired on a four-wheel driving trip through the top end. Now, he was up there in his old uh, Series 1 Land Rover, so you can imagine he experienced his share of failures mm. and faults and things going wrong, but, uh, but he also came across a lot of other people who are in the same boat, you know, because back then, the only stuff you had in terms of bull bars and side steps and those sort of things are the stuff you knocked up yourself or you had a mate knock up or mm. the odd engineering firm mm. would do it for you, but... But certainly, you weren't spoiled for choice like you are today, where you can go to ARB, TJM, opposite like Iron Man, and you know a plethora of other mm. small oh, guys. everywhere, yeah. There's, there's a million different bars out there, and uh, well, it's a huge industry. The aftermarket industry on on four-wheel drives is enormous. Yeah, that's I mean, right. I mean, I, I would would love to know if we could find out how many people that that industry employs. Yeah, it'll be a lot. Oh well, man, how many people work here? How many people walk around an ARB shirt today? Oh, millions. Not they're, us. They don't come in our size, Rico. Hang on. <laughs> no, they don't. So back then, as you can imagine, corrugated roads, you know, they were as rough as guts, extreme temperatures, heavy loads, all the sort of stuff that happens that, that puts vehicles under a lot of pressure. Now, 
Tony's expertise was put to good use when he was up there because he was only not only fixing his own four-wheel drive, he was fixing a lot of other people's as well. So when he came home back to Melbourne, he decided to put all of this into, into something and started designing and building his own bars. And the rest, as they say, is history, I suppose. It was exactly what the Australian four-wheel drive scene had been waiting for, was something produced on a larger scale that had a bit of thought put into it and had a bit of thought put into it by someone who had first-hand experience. Mm. And, uh, and today, you know, ARB is in the USA, it's in Europe, in the Middle East. Of course, it's massive here in Australia. Uh, it's, it's the largest manufacturer and distributor of four-wheel drive accessories that mm. we have. Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. Well, it's a brand that everybody knows. Yeah, but uh, they weren't the first. Mm. TJM beat them by a year. Yeah, right, OK. Yeah, well, it's uh, certainly the most recognised brand. So, um, and I don't think there's too many, too many four-wheel drives around that don't have something from ARB. No, that's right. You know, I mean, with mine, I've got a canopy. I mean, with the one at home, we've got rails and steps. And, yep. you know, there's always something that you'll get from ARB. Oh, the compressors. Our compressors are, well, compressors comp- are huge, yeah. yeah. well, we've got three compressors, and they're all ARB compressors. Air lockers. Mm. Yeah. Air lockers. They were yeah. done here. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so... Um, what do you think about this, you know, this bloke started all this in his garage? Um, the ARB? Yeah. Yep. He yep. started in his shed. Just goes to show. Yeah, plenty of people have done that. Started out in the backyard or in the house or in the shed or yep. and, uh, and build themselves, a, you know, a, a fairly sized company and a big business. In fact, you know, you look at people, it's funny, you know, I, I, you've heard of Lindsay Brothers Transport. I mean, yeah, of course. They're a huge company. And I, I met Tom Lindsay many times and uh, they started with one truck yeah. carrying, you know, produce to the markets from Coffs Harbour. Yeah, smart yeah. marketing as well. Just You're passing um, another Linfox or whatever it is. Oh, that's Linfox, different company, mate. Yeah. I know you don't know much about trucks. We established no, that last no. week. No, look, yeah. plenty of trucks out the front here, mate. Yeah, They're no, all no, looking no. great. I've got to say to all the people who have been um, sending me photos of real trucks yeah, to show yeah, Rico. Yeah, yeah, both of in you. In particular, the, <laughs> Peter, the boys up in Mackay oh, have okay. given you a hammering. And well done, Peter. And, and I, he sent me a photo of the truck he drives every day. Yeah, yeah. A bit bigger than the Triton you're driving. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Peter. <laughs> well. Haven't, haven't you got something better to do with your time? Well, he's listening to our podcast, which is a bit of a, bit of a help. <laughs> well, there uh, you go. Yeah, at least he's doing that. We appreciate. I wonder if he's in his truck in. when he's listening. He probably would be. A lot of people do listen when they're travelling. Do you see the old Jeep out the front when you got yeah the wheelies. arrived here today? What a ripper! Yeah, he's good, Nick. Yeah, very tidy. Yeah, it's, look, it's obviously copped a repaint, but um, mate, it looks fantastic. Well, I don't think they came yellow from the factory though. No. <laughs> but, but it does look good. It's very tidy. So oh, I'd love to have something like anyway, that. Anyway, but. Um, no, it's big here. So ARB, so that's how it started. So that's how it started, mate. Yeah, a trip up the top there and obviously realised there were so many faults and failings for the things that were going on and the people that were doing it weren't doing it right. So mm. he decided to put his stamp on it and look out. Yeah, I believe he's still uh, a big part of the business, hands on. Yeah, well, well done. He's got a couple of good people here today too. A couple of the Trumps from uh, all around the place are here giving the local blokes a bit of a hand, so yeah. which is good. I've, I've seen been fortunate enough to have a, um, a tour through their, their head office and, and manufacturing facility down in Melbourne. And yep. Very, very impressive. Yeah, very yeah, impressive. Yeah, a yeah. lot of stuff is still actually manufactured here in Australia and on site down there. Yeah, and, <laughs> thank uh, God for that. Yeah, and they were telling <laughs> me about the numbers of compressors they sell around the world daily, and it's just some phenomenal amount. Mm, they're very good compressors. Oh, they're fantastic. Yeah, the one I have is one of those twin-engine jobbies oh, with you the can't tank. Beat them. How good are Unbelievable. They? I mean, they, fa- they pump up faster than you will on a compressor at, a, at the at servo, a service station. Yeah. yeah, definitely. And they're very handy for other things too, plugging in air tools and things. And yep. Yeah, no, they're very, very good, and uh, I'll run one of those. 
And uh, mate, they're very, very good compressors. They, I mean, it's like everything, you get what you pay for. Of course, yeah. Well, yeah. look, they, they do have a reputation for being the premium product and premium brand. Mm. Um, I wouldn't say they're overly not pricey, but no, like they, you they, said, they you pay get, for quality. You get what you pay for. Exactly right. The so, poor man um, always pays twice, mate. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, we've all done that. Oh, 100%. Yeah, we've all done that. Everybody's guilty of paying twice. You get something, as you said, didn't last long, and we've got to go buy another one. Uh, that does happen. Mate, with, um, as you can see with all the people around here today, it's obvious that people are still planning on going four-wheel driving, going camping. These, these, these people in here, you can see people walking out with products, looking around. Um, so they're obviously still planning their, their little trips and still you know, going to get, there, get out there, yeah, well, it's which is what we want. I mean, you yeah. know, it's, unless, of course, you're crook, you can stay home. But um, Yeah, please. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, anyway, so, but if, um, yeah, this is good to see, and people, you know, out and about doing things, you know, living as normally as they can under the circumstances that are happening at the moment, uh, but um, there are plenty of places where you can do, get out there and and, and still, you know, get out, get, if you want to get isolated, that, that's the best way to do it. Yeah, well, you know, this is sort of the peak time for getting your vehicle ready for the touring season. You know, we're just leading into that now, not too far away. Mm. But like you say, there's, there's places you can still go right now. Um, mm. And obviously, you touched on it earlier, caravan parks are a big thing. Mm. Um, you know, people are cancelling bookings and so on, as mm. uh, you know, because they're worried about this virus thing that's going around. Mm. I, I I think it's a little bit blown out of proportion, just just a little bit. It, um, I don't think you need to be cancelling your bookings. I think, if anything, you should be making a booking. Mm. Well, we don't want... We don't want business to, to go broke because the way it's the way it's shaping up, there'll be a lot of people in a lot of financial trouble. Absolutely, um, it's, it's amazing. I mean, you look at just, you couldn't put a figure on it. No, I, I mean it's just the roll-on knock-on effect. And like we say with uh, with these caravan parks, but the majority of caravan parks, or just about all caravan parks, are owned by mum and dad businesses. Yeah, that's right. You know, and, uh, it's just you know, so. Uh, and we've got Easter right upon us here. Yep. So, um, if you, I, I was actually going to call, do a bit of a ring around to see even where we're supposed to be in a park over Easter, and just I tried to ring them yesterday to say, look, how's it going? You've been getting any cancellations because it's not good. No, no, it's mm. definitely not good. And I mean, so you know, you've just got to be, you've got to be more mindful of hygiene, obviously, and things like that. I mean, we all wash our hands and we all do things, but you've got to just be a little bit more mindful of that. Don't you know? If someone sneezes near you, run run a mile. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and the thing is now that everybody who gets a little sore throat or a tickle or a, yeah. a sniffle, they will be worried. Hang yeah, on, right. I've got I'll this. Be thinking the worst straight away. Yeah, and uh, I think if you look at the numbers of the of this virus, the amount of people that have been tested who don't have it, who yeah. have only got a, you know, a, a, bit of a, a bit of a cold happening or something. But you can understand the anxieties. It's very, very difficult. And we're not, we're not the coronavirus show here, but it does affect our industry. Um, and it certainly will affect like, all the four-wheel drive shows that are well, happening this year. It is having a big effect on my business and what mm. I'm doing. Yeah. You know, outside of the uh, the tag-along stuff mm. um, with the show that I've got going on, you know, that's reliant on sponsors. And, yeah. It's, you know, uh, and people are going into ultra-conservative mode with their spending. Mm. And, well, and, just, and they have to. Yeah. And, they, and you can understand why. Um, the one thing, I guess, advertising is, is <laughs> you still want to advertise. Oh, you have that to. That people know you're up and going, but... 
I think it's just I think what you need to do is just to be you know a little bit more mindful of your surroundings and but I, I do if you look at the amount of people who've tested a lot of people have come out of it um, more or less you know with a negative result which is good but you can understand people worrying they get a slow wake up one morning got a bit of a sore throat and we're in a change of season now this is when things like cold little colds happen and you know it's cool at night and mm-hmm. <laughs> oh but anyway. Just uh, be Sorry. careful out there. Had a mouthful of mini pancakes. Here's a rule number one with this with this sort of gig, right? I've been doing radio for a long time. You don't eat while you're working. Mate, it's a mini pancake. doesn't matter what it it's is. It's got icing sugar on it. I mean, next thing you're going to melted butter. having a lolly. What are you going to do? You don't eat while you're working. Yes, you do. You say, mate, I'll have that in a minute. Well, I, I had it now. Yeah, so uh, that's rule number one. Oh, yeah, you wouldn't have lasted with a few people I've worked with. Uh, tough task, Master. Yeah, well, mate, that's the way it is. Who, who's the toughest you've worked with? Oh, mate. Name names. No, they're all good, mate. You know what? The toughest are the best because yeah. you learn a lot from them. You know what okay, I mean? well, who's, who, um, who have you learnt the most from? Oh, mate, a couple of people. Yeah, a couple of influences on my life. So all good. So um, in particular, you know, I've had people teach me a lot about radio. Yeah, you know, my mate Ray Hadley taught me a lot about how I wouldn't be doing this podcast either with you if it wasn't for him. Well, there you go. Yeah, and uh, he taught me all about that. Well, mate, I learned everything I know from you. Yeah, <laughs> which is why you're not, why you're probably one of the stupidest people here. <laughs> along about, with along with me. Talk about a tough crowd, too many uh, crickets. Yeah, we're not that bright, mate. <laughs> anyway, but uh, no, it's fantastic, mate. I, 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 we talked about the national parks. And, and look, we need to probably, someone might be able to um, get in touch with us. You can do that via the email. You just send an email, go to bluecollarmedia.com.au and click on contact. If you've heard anything about the National Parks dropping fees um, to try and encourage people to get, you know, get out there and have weekends away, let us know. I, I, just sort of, I don't know if I read it somewhere or whether somebody told me or because we talk to plenty of people, as you know. But uh, look, it's a great idea. But if you are, like we say, booked into a caravan park, you know, go and have your holiday. Go and have your weekend away. Go and do it. Go and, and now's and now's the time to be to try and you know do these things and support regional areas. And yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah. just jumped on the national park site now as we speak because of the age that we live in with technology. Mm. It's and, all, uh, all happening here. There's a bloke on a there's a bloke on a loudspeaker here. Yeah, we, we can't really hear him because we got the sound going into our headsets. But uh, it's mate, all part of the fun. It's all part of it. Like we say, it's a bit of a carnival atmosphere here today. So, oh, uh, look, I don't see anything here about um, about announcements for for discounts or fees being dropped or anything like that. Yeah, it's not to say that it hasn't happened or isn't happening. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. So, um, no, exactly right. So, well, we'll just wait. And I've got somebody waving at me here, and someone's trying to get through there, Rico. And yeah, um, we're sort of in amongst everyone here, aren't we? Yeah, there's there's certainly plenty of people there's here. No mate. masks. No. No one's wearing a mask. We no, know the mask, the mask doesn't protect you. It protects everybody else. Yeah, that's you, right. Yeah. So if you haven't got it, you don't so have to So if you see someone with a mask, run. Is that what you're saying? Oh, well, I think people might be wearing them just to... Or it's a precaution. Or the thing that's protecting themselves, which, is, which it actually isn't. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I read that somewhere. Anyway, but you can read too much of this stuff too, mate, I think. Yeah, that's right. Look, I don't really want to talk about the coronavirus anymore. Mm, no, so, it's, it's depressing. Um, it just uh, it, well, it just worries me. What it's the unknown, and I and I feel for small businesses out there that will struggle through it. Yeah, and um, and it will affect the, our industry. And our industry is the caravan, camping, four wheel drive, and travel industry. That's what we work in. 
and it certainly will have an effect on that. You know, when you've got um, the, the big four-wheel drive expo in Brisbane, canned. Gone. The caravan show in Perth, canned. Yep. And uh, it will affect all those organisers of those shows. Yeah, certainly will. Um, mate, hopefully the Woodsy shows, that's later in the year. So that's the... Um, Sydney, the, the, Adelaide and Perth yeah, shows in... Eastern Creek in Sydney. Yeah, in, you know, which kick off in spring. Yeah, so, so that's still a little while away. So he's, he, you know, he's some sort crossed. of hope. I was talking to to, uh, to uh, Peter Woods the other day, who's um, very mindful of what's happening, and he's trying to stay across it all, and uh, hopefully, because you know yourself, people will turn. Look how many people have turned up here today. Oh, of course. And a training. Yeah. You know, the world's going to end, and a training, but they're yeah. still and there it's in cool. How cool was it this morning? Oh, it's beautiful. Right? I love it. Yeah. I mean, well, like, well the, one of the houses out near me, I saw smoke coming out of the chimney. Oh, you got the fire yeah, going? Yeah, got, they got the fire going, yeah. yeah. a bit so. of frost on the golf course this morning as well, yeah. out the back. Yeah. What are you, we out there having a quick, quick nine holes? Or? No, mate, I, I, I back onto a golf course where I live, so I yeah. have a look at the 18th green and right next to the clubhouse, which is very handy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. You play a bit of golf, do you? Oh, not anymore, mate. Yeah. Uh, the older I get, the better I was. Yeah. I mentioned Coldies before, and um, my mate who works, I think I might have told you this story, Rob Coldy. Yeah, he's a bit of a gun. Guru. Turned up to a Coldy golf day. We've all, I've turned up with a set of Callaways that were a gift to me, to me, and looked like, you know, turned up like Tiger Woods with all the gear. Rob turned up with a set of clubs that looked like he'd got them from a garage sale from the 60s. <laughs> And we were laughing. So we're obviously taking the piss out of him and laughing. Well, that, that ended very quickly yeah, no doubt. when he teed off. Whack. You know in that sound where it's just oh, yeah. whack? And we all went, you're kidding, aren't you? And then it turns out he used to play off scratch. <laughs> and anyway, so it didn't matter about the quality of the gear. That, no, that, that's that, right. And uh, when I said to him, I said, well, see, I said, obviously those golf clubs have been in the family for a while, and I'm sure your great-grandfather got a lot of use out of them as well. Did it have the wooden shafts in them? Oh, mate, they were old. <laughs> Especially the case of the bag. That Well, there wasn't really a bag. It was like this round cylinder thing with all the clubs just jammed in the top of it. But anyway, it, 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 he was going a lot better than the rest of us who all had, you know, good the, gear. The fancy gear. And that just right, goes mate. down to my old saying, all the gear and no, no idea. idea. Yeah, it's not what you got, it's how you use it. Mm. Mate, just quickly, the... the um, Getting away. I saw a thing this morning, get isolated, spend two weeks in The Simpson. Your favourite place? Oh, I love The Simpson. I think you have to wait a little bit longer till it actually reopens. Mm. Um, actually, it might even be reopened now. I'd need to check it. Yeah, well, it's not far away before people will be going out there. And that's what we want. And really, you, that's a pretty good place to be. Oh, mate, how good would it be out there right now? Especially with this sort of weather. Mm. Not too hot, not too cold. Mm. Just yeah. spectacular. Yeah, that's right. And obviously you've got the Northern Territory travel season not far off from kicking off. I think it might even kick off a bit early this year. Yeah, well, look, go out the Simpson now and then you, what you do is you, you take your time. You go and explore all those other roads off the French line that you might not normally do. Yeah, well, That's what I'd be doing. The two things you need are time off work and fuel. Yep. I mean, they're the two major things you need to do. So if you've got the time, do it. And mm. I think that um, if you can get away, um, do it. School holidays are around the corner. Yep. Obviously, depending on where you live, you're not going to go to the Simpson for in two weeks. But at the end of the day, if um, if you can get a, if you can get away, um, go and do it. Yeah, on the territory, like you said, would be amazing. Yeah. Well, I think people will head off early this year. I think a lot of people will want to get out of the big smoke. Just yeah. To, and I think because obviously of what's going on around us, um, people will want to get out of the um, 
out of the big smoke and get out remote and get out of the outback and get and to it, the bush. It's going to be extra especially out there this year with all the weather we've had with the rain. It's mm. a, you know, you're going to see it in a state that you don't get to see it very often. There's going to be a lot of greenery. There's going to be some amazing wildflowers on show. Mm. Um, here we go. Well, here Mike's he goes. Back on the PA. Connie's back on the PA. I think he, I think he's given away goes. some um, some lucky door prizes. They got some crackers here as well. They just gave away a Hema a little while ago. I saw someone win the HX one. Yeah. How good is it? Yeah, is that just for turning up? Yeah. What about the Hema? The thing is with the Hema, I've had it, I've been spruiking Hema now since I bought my first HN7. I love the Hema. Yeah, I've, I've had them since the HN3. Anyway, then the um, the also the the HX one is just the next level. But the one thing that um, I do have a lot of are the maps. Yes, yeah, the, the hard copy books. The map. The, yeah. And Paper I'm just maps. looking over here now. Look at the one there. Four wheel drive adventures. Yeah, I've got that a, one. It's just an atlas. I do have that one. Yeah, it's a ripper. Yeah, I, I do a bit with Homer. All and, the, uh, all the great desert pass things, all the great desert track maps they got. They're, yeah. they're fantastic as well. Yeah, well, Homer have decked me. What about? There's a big giveaway happening in front of us here. This looks big. Here we go. There's a little girl going to draw out. Someone's going to win something big. But uh, you know what? I thought there must have been a a pallet of toilet paper behind me, the way people are <laughs> running over here. Well, look, when, maybe when they're finished with that box, mate. <laughs> mm. <laughs> There's a lot of tickets in there. There is. Anyway. Wrong sort of tickets. Anyway, some. Anyway, good stuff, Con. Okay, get us, so set, us, set us up inside to do a podcast they're, they're and get away, on PA. They're giving away a Red Arc, BC yep. to DC, battery charger, slash mm. battery management Okay, system. here we go. They're announcing the winner for you people listening to the podcast. Oh, whoever Simon Cooney is, he's one oh, he's standing here. Oh, oh hang on, it's got to be a roar. Oh, fair the little girl's pulled a father's ticket out. <laughs> that is fair and square. You can't rig that. Oh, unbelievable. How about that? Anyway, eh? there'll be a stink here in a minute. Someone's going to bung on a blue. <laughs> the little girl's pulled out Dad's ticket. Very well done. What are the odds? Oh, unbelievable. Anyway, so it is all happening here. Like we said, this is just a special edition of the podcast this week, so we're not going to go for too long. Um, look, if you're out there, make sure you uh, get out there somewhere these Easter holidays if you can and, uh, and try and support the, the caravan industry, the camping industry and the rural pubs and all those things we talk about. Yeah, start planning. Start yeah, planning. Yeah, just go and do it. It's get online and just start drawing lines on maps. Yeah, yeah the thing, the good thing too is with, with, with the caravan, this is where the caravaners are got a bit of an advantage because a lot of caravans these days are all you can be self-contained very self-sufficient yeah absolutely you've got your solar power you've got water storage you've got all these yeah. things and you can get off the grid for a while and if your car's set up as well yep. with solar and That's right. fridges which i'm lucky i've got the van set up and the and the four-wheel drive perfect and you can um you can go and do it so if you want to get yourself out there um, you, you certainly can, but we do encourage. Hasn't to solar do that. changed the way we can? Absolutely, that's yeah. had a massive impact. Yeah, absolutely. That and fridges. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's that's the thing for me. If I if I don't have a fridge, I find it very difficult. Mm. There's nothing worse than having your your cold meats and your lunch stuff floating around in a oh yeah. Know, I mean, you in put an esky in, full of cold water. Yeah, an esky's really. I mean, you 
I mean, if you if you're taking off, you want to get yourself one of those Evercools or something that you know those cooler boxes. Yeah. You know that are um, well, I don't you, know, Angle are doing them too now. But now you can just go well, and get ice yourself. Will last if you don't have a dedicated dual battery system, there are systems out there that's portable. You know. You yeah, I know. I have them. Yeah, arc packs. Arc packs. I've got them as well. I have. I've got through that. Intel equips. There's, there's a whole bunch of different things and a couple of solar panels and off yeah. you go. You can run your fridge 24/7. Mm, those arc packs, mate, they're brilliant. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Um, they act. You, you 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 plug the thing into a Anderson plug in your car or into a 12 volt socket. And that's as a dual battery system. Yeah, I had uh, one from a mob called IntelliQuip yeah. in that uh, silly Lada Neva that I did the Cape in in 2018. Yeah. yeah. And it, it ran the uh, the angle the whole way. Yeah, they're brilliant. Not mate. a problem. They are brilliant. And I know that uh, uh, Angle are doing them as well now, the okay. power packs. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, and, um, which are basically like an arc pack. I think they are an arc pack. Yep. But, uh, mate, fantastic. And they, they are brilliant. But you just need to remember with those things is that they're a... At the end of the day, they're a battery box. Yeah, of course. So it's only as good as the battery that you have in there. So yep. obviously you need an AGM, uh, put an AGM battery in it. Or and, a lithium. Uh, or a lithium, yeah, of course. as long as it's a deep cycle battery. It's designed to be discharged and recharged yeah, constantly. you don't need a... Uh, I remember someone explained it to me one day. that You can put a battery in, like a lead-acid battery. It's like Kathy Freeman. comes out of the blocks and will go at 100 mile an hour. Yep. Where the AGMs and the lithiums are like Robert De Costello's. <laughs> Cliffy Youngs. Just come out and go all day. <laughs> the Cliffy Youngs. Remember that, Cliff that, Young? Yeah, I do remember Cliff Young. Yeah, it was a few years ago now. But yeah, so that's the um, that's the thing with these 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 uh, battery boxes and these arc packs and what the yeah. like. They are only as good as the battery you put in them. They're not miracle workers. Yep. But I, with um, when I've had them, you hook them up to solar on your vehicle as yeah, well. That's right. I mean, I've got one that we plug in as a backup. Um, we've got another two of them at home that we've used from different. You know, different times, especially if you want to take a fridge out of your, in the camper trailer. If you in the in the sole softball trailer, we still use from time to time. But well, one of the handiest things that I sit on the floor in the tent with the fridge out is those um, fold-up solar panels that you can get now. Mm. Uh, Red Arc do a couple of great ones, and they're big enough to to put the charge back into your battery in a few hours. Yeah. So that's a great way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, mate. Well, that should just about wrap us up. I reckon we've been here for a while, and we've. Uh, like we said, we, we uh, thought we'd come down and do this. And uh, I think we should wish Duncan and his team all the best with this uh, this venture. It is, like I say, uh, living in this district, this is a big, big thing for the area. Yep. It's good to see big, it's good to see businesses open up in in, in our area, in, in all areas. Of course, but, but you know, especially the, in the industry that we're passionate about as well. Yeah, you know, and so I mean, yeah, exactly. It's, it's never a bad thing, is it? You know, no. I'm not going to wish Duncan luck because I know him and winners make their own luck, mate. And that's exactly what he'll do. Yeah, yeah. You yep. know him. What are you walking out with here today, then? Um, mate, maybe another map might be the go. Yeah, uh, you might be hitting up Duncan. Actually, that's what I thought you'd be doing. No, 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 mate. If I had my choice of walking out with anything here today, it'd be one of those Recaros. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do look good, don't they? I, I've got a bit of a crook back, lower back, and uh, yeah. they are just an amazing place to spend some time. Yeah, good stuff. All right, mate. We're going to get out of here. All righty. Rick, it's good to see you. Go check out the barbecue. Twice this week. Get out of the barbecue. You can get more of those little pancakes into you now. Yes. Like we said, well done to um, Duncan and his team and all the people from ARB uh, for for the for today. It's been a look. Looks like it's been a huge success. And well done to everyone who made the effort to come out here. Yeah, absolutely. There's plenty of them. That is the special edition of the Duck and Rick Red Dirt podcast. And we'll be back to do our usual normal edition of Dribble. 
sometime <laughs> next week. Until then, if you see us out there somewhere, come up and say good day.